in the world we live in, mm-hmm. giving ten percent of any disposable income is hard in general yeah. because bills seem like a necessity. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So <clears throat> the thing is here is, and I don't want to get too off topic, but um, you can have the conversation of and and we talked about this last time, but just to to explain it this way, if I'm holding a conversation with my homie or like a brother or somebody or a cousin or something, yeah. then like, yeah, my thing is like, bro, you got to figure it out. You got to mm-hmm. step your game up. You got to get that shit together. But when you think about it on a macro level, yeah, the game is rigged. So mm-hmm. not everybody a, can get that shit together. There's a lot of people who ain't able to give 10% of their money and survive. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey man, so let's go ahead and let's get into our topic here, man. This is the reason why we got our brother James here, man. So we had a very spirited conversation um, a few weeks ago about um, tithes and offering. You know what I'm saying? I don't even remember how we even got into it, but you know, I as think always, I said that tithing is uh, the biggest scam known to man, something like that. Okay, so we we kind of we and that and that snowballed and that snowballed into he just repeated that right? <laughs> on camera <laughs> and that snowballed into like a pretty lengthy 30 minute conversation I think we had over it um but in which case and so James uh you mean a, a devout Christian and, mm-hmm. and and person who watches our pod and we appreciate that man we can't tell you enough sure. um saw it and was all like reached out to you Kind of hey, talk to you about I, it. We gonna have to discuss this. <laughs> yeah, I woke up at like five in the morning. That was the first thing I saw. Was, yeah, we gotta talk. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, so we just gonna respin on the conversation, man. We gonna spin back on it. You know, what I'm saying to kind of uh, just get a a perspective from someone who is a deeply devout Christian individual who is deeply faithful. Um, with that being said, though, man, like I don't think we even took the time right to really kind of just give like our religious backgrounds and kind of like where we sit at. So in which case, if everyone's comfortable with it, you know what I'm saying? Let's just go ahead and lay it out on the table so we can all have an idea of like where we're coming from. Okay. Like what, like where we currently are yeah. at now? Like where you at now? Uh, well, also like how you grew yeah, up and then like where you at now? You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, go I guess first. I'll start. Okay. We'll with, with <clears throat> oh yeah, we guess we're in with James. So, I mean, I'm, I grew up in um, a non-denominational church, so I've been a active member of Trinity Garden Church of Christ from the day I was born. I ain't really have a choice, you know what I'm saying? And if you grow up in most African-American households, you know, uh, religion is uh, deeply rooted into, like, your upbringing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been at church every Sunday unless somebody was sick, you know what I'm saying? And I've pretty much been that way up until, you know what I'm saying, I kind of came an adult. Um, I've had my own experiences with um, my faith. I'm still Christian, still believe in a creator. Um, um, but ultimately, um, I've kind of strayed away from so much of what the teachings are because I firmly believe that a lot of it is uh, too prosperity-based. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> kind of like some DK. Like, um, we're forgetting the hard work that goes in between. You know what I'm saying? Like, the blessing part. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, God does bless you, but he also bless you with sense. And that sense tells you, you know what I'm saying, you need to work hard to get these blessings. Um, not just kind of wait around for some shit to happen. So in which case, um, that's kind of where I'm at currently. You know, I mean, like I still am deeply <clears throat> faithful in, in belief of my Christianity. But um, uh, if I hear something that contradicts what I believe makes sense, I guess if you could, if you could say that, then I'm going to question it. You know what I'm saying? Without fear of punity or anything of that nature. 
All right. Um, <clears throat> me and my brother, we, well, probably low key speak for him because we grew up in the same household, but we grew up in the church. The first church I can remember, honestly, would be Lakewood. Uh, we went there growing up. This is back before they even had uh, the building that they have now near um, the Galleria area. 16. And um, from there, we started a church in pretty much uh, kind of like a storefront, man, and, and uh, All Saints, Anglican Church. And from there, we built our own church off of, I mean, new land and built it from scratch. And from there, it would just, you know, a whole bunch of turmoil happened inside the church, drama and all that kind of stuff. Wow. And um, from there, I mean, but even through that time of all sense, I was going to uh, Northwest um, Adventist Church in high school. So I was kind of going to two churches at the same time. I was very much like into uh, my faith and wanting to be around faith-based individuals. Um, and as I went to college, I joined the choir at a, at a, at a Baptist church, uh, came back, went to Lakewood for a little bit, and then ended up going back to Northwest as my home church. And kind of now I don't really go, but I'm more so into definitely just, um, I do my devotionals from here and there, definitely pray. I feel like I would not be in the situation I'm in without uh God guiding me through life, mm -hmm. honestly, because all it takes is we are full of choices. And I feel like all it takes is taking one wrong choice that can snowball into, I mean, just a negative life period. So I'm blessed. Um, and I feel like that's only because of blessings that have come my way. Um, but definitely, like you said, a lot of hard work. Um, so just taking the opportunity that's given to me. Um, so yeah, obviously he forgot a lot about uh, our church upbringing. But uh, before Lakewood, I think we were doing like I think we we kind of play with like Catholic Catholicism, um, did we? and then we and then we uh, then we had like a stint. Damn, we we did with um, Lakewood. I was a baby though. Whatever. Most people about. don't. I probably have decommit really from Catholicism. Well, the thing is, Catholicism is close to Anglican. It's closest to what we what my mom and dad really practiced, which is Anglican. Okay, but there wasn't. I guess there just wasn't no Anglican churches. Um, at least not close by for us growing up or whatever. Anyways, we ended up going non-denominational to Lakewood for a while. I think we spent, I want to say we spent a while there. Uh, yes. Like that was, besides um, awesome. All Saints, that was probably the most I remember like being consistent with church. Um, uh, I enjoyed it. Like you didn't have to get like dressed up or whatever. Like, I mean, church used to be such a chore. Like you have to, suit and tie and all this crazy you know you know what I'm saying but Lakewood was chill you know jeans polo whatever anyways um, at some point I want to say we ended up back somewhere that was Catholic again and the reason I say this is because uh, we had we, I, I remember having to go through this class um, where you uh, what is it called when you want to it's called uh, it's, it's not communion Ask me, I don't know nothing about Catholicism. No, it's not. It's I mean, it's before you get baptized or something, but it's some kind of classes. You go, you got to do some kind of, you got to do something, and it's like a few weeks, whatever, a class, and then you get, I don't want to say verified or whatever, but it's something like that, and then you do like your baptism and all that. Anyways, we we did, I did all that, but that was for like a Catholic church. I, I remember, I I think, I, I, I'm pretty sure you did it. I know my sister did it at some point. I don't know if my baby sister did 
Um, and then we did All Saints, and All Saints were getting that was like we started in a storefront, like in a strip mall, like a piece of shit strip mall, little storefront. Um, there was That's no exactly name. Damn. There was no name or whatever. I think we might even share the storefront with some other like places with other churches or something. We just yeah, you know, they had, yeah, they had those. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And um, I mean, dog, that like that was up. tough. Like sometimes no AC, nothing, and it was uh, I dog. When I say tough, I'm trying not to. Like, I'm tough, but but that, I'm not gonna lie, man. Was, we was we we were like hard. committed to it, and it was fun. Like, uh, became, I don't know. <laughs> say, let me say, you let me not say me. fun. Let me not say fun, but it was definitely <laughs> was like, something that became. I mean, like, it was cool because there was other bunch of kids that you know that were on our same type of time. You know, African household. You know what I'm saying? So they the community. Like, yeah, yeah, we went through the we we all went through the same kind of growing pains or whatever, and then we all stuck at this church right now. So you know what I'm saying? So you know, we was you know it was cool. It was cool at the time, and then but like like my parents was dedicated, dedicated like. <laughs> They was breaking off some bank in that church, boy. Okay. Putting you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I guess when you started from scratch like that, you know what I'm saying, people feel that sense of community because they weren't the only ones. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's other people that was breaking off money. And before you know it, we we moved out of that storefront and they bought some land and like An they started building church, it up. Dog. And the church and like that was coming up, so like slowly man. but surely, it was a big and it was a nice church. And then um, I got older. And I could start hearing the rumblings of some nonsense going on. Damn. People was fucking that was not supposed to be fucking. Damn. Uh, well, that occurs. That's human nature. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then no, I, no, 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 no. I think it got to the point where it was like some young people was involved. Yeah. Damn. People. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't money, see anything. Money is, was you know how taken. the church is? The church is like real hush hush and quiet. So you don't really know the details, yeah. but you know it's like there's the something ugly seeping going out. on. The fact that it's seeping out. You know what I'm like, saying? You know and then, like, especially me, because niggas know, like, if I'm not, if you if you let me know, I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. So, you know, they definitely, like, it didn't get all the way to me for sure. I just heard, like, Damn. little whispers of this. And then it would be shit like money. Uh, disappearing from accounts, or or all of a sudden niggas is buying million dollar be houses. Be careful what you say, dog. Niggas is buying million dollar houses and all type of shit. Nah, because we still know these. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know. Listen, uh, see, I don't fuck with nobody. Disclosure. I, I fuck with. I, fuck I with don't people. fuck with nobody. Okay. So, so this is anyways. Words, not <laughs> yeah, it's not these words. It's right. My words. Anyways, long story short, all that shit plays into. Um, my psyche growing up and before like even and the thing is it's not even just all things fault I, I was always just a questionable suspicious kid you know what I'm saying yeah so like I would be in there we doing bible studies and I like I'm I'm hearing contradictions constantly you know what I'm saying and if you ask them they just like they do like the little the, rug. the little the little kid spin like you, you're dumb you'll you understand one day you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah and uh, faith and it just Listen, like my no shit. facts though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's how they do. Listen, no, what's funny? Don't don't do that. Man. Don't do that. <laughs> Look, don't do it's that. Just how you no, no, no. <laughs> but this, he listened. He hit on something, dog. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's to me. That's what it felt like. It yeah. Was like, 
oh, this, this is faith. You just have to believe. You no, know what I'm saying? That's how it is, though. And like, like, listen, whatever, whatever contradictions you have in your mind, just ignore it. Yeah. And it'll all work out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they got some all some answer that all spins back to the same. She's like, yeah, Job got swallowed by a whale. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm no, but I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm saying, like, they, you, as a kid, you question it and they're going to say, you just need to believe, okay? Like, Listen, this is, I got you, yeah. So, the thing is, is like, okay, you say that, you say that, but I never, the moment that you get older was just like, oh, yeah, okay, it all makes sense. It never happened for me. Like, I, that same questionable, never suspicious kid, yeah, you still, like, yeah. I'm still that same, and I got older. And so, uh, my thing is, um, I, I guess what I would currently say I'm at, which is like, because I've, I've seen what I would believe to be miracles happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, um, like, you know, Death I've seen a higher power touchdown. So James needs to be his idea. My, yeah, he gonna spit it out. <laughs> um, like Donald Trump was. But a I feel like, listen, I first. <laughs> <laughs> listen hey, for some niggas. I feel for like some niggas. Donald I Trump. Listen, I feel like it's America. <laughs> listen, the reason why I want to be happen. real detailed on my um, on this because there's been a lot of feedback, right? Apparently, I'm an asshole. <laughs> Apparently, I just, I'm really, I'm you fucked are. up. So I just want people to understand, I just want people to understand where <laughs> I'm coming from. Money, I'm not up. like, I'm not backpedaling nothing. I just, I just want people to understand, like, this is why I am who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the day, yes, I do feel like there's a higher power. Um, like, whether it's, you know, Yahweh, God, Jesus, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's something that's up there that uh, is, is bigger than all us. of us. Um, that's beyond our understanding and, you know, is, is, and it's probably the orchestrator of, you know what I'm saying? What we, what we experience as life, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just doing the best to live my life. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where I'm at. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so I was born and raised as Christian, um, Seventh-day Adventist. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that religion, but essentially it's a Christian-based religion. I'd say one of the biggest differences is that we believe that Saturday, the seventh day, is the Sabbath. And so as it being the Sabbath, it's a day of rest, essentially a day of building your relationship with God. Anything you were doing on um, weekend, weekdays, working, um, anything you were doing for your own entertainment, you put that to the side and you're dedicating that day to God, building your relationship and getting closer with him. Um, so You see, that's the difference? Yeah, I'd say that's one of the main differences between- No, but like, that's the same thing with Christianity. No, no, they no, just no, don't no, practice But he's saying like, well, you may do it on a Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. They yeah. do it on a Saturday. Saturday. He's giving you the understanding of what the Sabbath is. Yeah. He's defining the oh, Okay, well, I mean, Saturday would be the last day of the week though, but- mm-hmm. That's what he said. Yeah, seventh day. So what, so what Christians believe is the sixth day? It is Christian. It's first, just first Christianity. Day, Sunday. Baptists, Baptists go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Well, you only, you only, Catholics go to church on Sunday. Yeah, but Sunday's the first day of the week. You only think of it that way because that's yeah. kind of the way Western <laughs> philosophy has programmed it to be. But technically, Sunday is the probably seventh used, day. Probably used seventh to be the seventh day. day. Adventist, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So All right. essentially, it's like from Friday night to Saturday night, that's our Sabbath. And the reason it's Friday night to Saturday night is back in biblical times when the sun set, they considered that the next day. Okay. So Friday night would technically be on Saturday. So y'all don't do nothing 
Yeah, it's literally you going to church. Um, they had like afternoon programs. Um, you could watch Bible Bible movies, things of that such, Bible studies, and all that. But it's really to dedicate your time and and really rest because a lot of times we take for granted all the time that we're putting into you know everyday life, whether it be our jobs. You, I don't have any kids, but you know kids. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, family members, all that stuff, and you really are looking forward to this Sabbath as like a day to just decompress. What's out of bounds to do on Saturday? Go to the movies. Go to the movies. So anything you would say that is for your own pleasure. Going to the gym? Going to the gym? Yeah, Some will argue. Yeah, some will argue. And I'll also say within Seventh-day Adventism, like like any religion, there are people who are- Extreme. Yeah, on the extreme side, and there's more people who are- Liberal. More liberal on that side. You'll have people who will say going to the gym or going on a walk in nature is fine. And you'll have some other people on the other side that's saying you got to sit down, do nothing. You can't even turn on your stove. You can't cook. You can't clean. You can't do none of that stuff. So hold on. So we can't take the kids to like Chuck E. Cheese? No. Nah. Nah. I don't think anybody agreeing with that one. Nah. Yeah, that's a that's a stretch. Yeah. Damn. You obviously don't understand what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what if like going to the park? And like, yeah, he's saying that's yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. You're, like, you're have a picnic with the kids. Yeah, yeah, you're enjoying nature. You're you're essentially giving God's creation its due. So you're going out there enjoying the the trees and all those different things. The sun. What do you have to pay for entry to the park? It's not about like money being spent. But I'm saying, what if you have to pay for it entry? It is. It is. Really? So yeah, if I spent five dollars yeah. to go into Meyer Park, like yeah, because so the thing is, it's like so I'm saying, well, what would be the difference between like okay, you got to be careful with Meyer that park. because going to the park costs money. For paying for gas, and see, and that, and that's, and that's where there. Or what if you take a toll tag to go to? Yeah. It sounds like a. It's a dicey great way to save money. Yeah, it's a dicey situation because <laughs> keeping some, some people will say like you can't go to the gas station and fill up your gas even if you're on E because you're spending money. Yeah, which by you spending money, you're having someone else work. To put that, I'm so that happy you're saying. I mean, but the reality so is, is like you this, can't. This goes into go my argument with timing. Yeah. without spending money though, like it's impossible. But that and that's we do not live in a society that's as a matter of fact, turning your lights on is costing you money. Exactly, exactly. So a lot of times those are people, like I said, yeah, those are people on, on people the extreme side. Damn. In reality, I'd say Seventh Day Adventism comes down to following the Sabbath, uh, the belief in the Trinity, you know, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that we believe is that when people die, you don't automatically are going to heaven or hell. You're in the ground until the second coming of Christ. And a lot of other Christian um, religions believe that. So what happens when the second coming comes? Oh, the people going to heaven will go with them. Exactly. So Jesus will come back down and the people who died, they will rise from the dead. And essentially, if you lived your life um, in a godly way, stay go to heaven with God. And if if you you didn't, you'll stay. Then you'll stay. Stay Right here? Yep. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of what we talked about before. Damn. In, Damn. Which, in which I had a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and listen, oh boy, listen, my man was really religious growing up, though. Yeah. And well, not all through it, but like when he started going to like church with uh, Josh, mm-hmm. like I started to see like a little change. You know what I'm saying? Not, he didn't become like extreme or nothing, but he yeah. he definitely like he took Practice, religion like, yeah. more, more seriously. Yeah. And then to see him now. Damn. 
is a is a like a it's a big leap. Shell. Yeah, like whoa, like why are you making it see again? He comes for me. I'm not coming, bro. I'm not coming. He's you sound like a heathen. I'm not saying that. I feel like he's a heathen now. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about like his actions. He don't do nothing crazy. I'm saying, but like. The way he looks at shit, or, the, or like his 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 world beliefs at the, at today. Yeah, cause that's like, what I'm saying. You know what? Because life has happened. Life done hit you in the head. Life has <laughs> happened. Life hit you in and the when head. life happens, you start looking at life a little bit different. Okay. Um, my brother is right. Like before I went to college, I was definitely, you know, what I'm saying straight and narrow, at least for the most part. Yeah. Um, it was annoying. It was annoying. Yeah. It was, was it really annoying. like yeah. I didn't do anything out of bounds. No, no, no! Like, it wasn't, but then yeah, you but he probably but wanted a road dog. But he had a, like he was yeah, like he had a holier yeah, than thou like stink on him. Oh shit! Oh you, oh you was one of them niggas. <laughs> it was like he didn't like impose I wasn't it. Judging it like, but oh, he man. didn't impose like, it. But, nah, like I'm not doing that. He was like, hey, but hey, big bro, you should probably da, 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 da. shut <laughs> the fuck up. You's a fuck. Like, Let it all out. Let it out. My boy is high. <laughs> it's not like, bro, you know how many times I want to tell you to shut up. Hey, but look, man. Okay. All right. Um, so let's get to the let's get to the yeah. question. Okay, so in which case, that's it's interesting you say that because one, um, now that you mentioned it, I have um been brought up on your face before. <clears throat> but that being said though, what is your take on tithes and offering from your from from your religion? So my personal take in what my and define it. Is define it the same as like a traditional? Well, yes, so yes it's, it is. It's, it's a, and define it though, please. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very important. So it's a it's a ten percent. You're giving your first ten percent of your profits. Keyword keyword first. Yeah, the first. And there's it's a reason. It's what is that? Part. I'll explain. So, right, so, so, so you ahead. make you make five hundred dollars um, every two weeks, or say let's say in a month you make five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You're giving ten percent of that five hundred dollars to your church, to God, essentially, that's taken out mm-hmm. automatically. Mm-hmm. And the rest, that 90%, you do with it what you need. You right. your bills, your food, entertainment, all that stuff. So, so before you, make, you financially plan your yeah. retirement, your bills, or whatever, before yeah. all that, if the chunk that you got is $500, $50 goes to the church, exactly. 450 is not what you're going to use for that month. Exactly. So if you make exactly. like $5,000 so a month. 10%. 10% if you make 5,000, 500 50, 000, goes to 5 yeah, million. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can't do it. There, there, there's a reason it's the first. I fucking hate this nigga, dog. I don't know what I'm talking to. I can't do it. I'm trying not to laugh, dog. It's over with. <laughs> I fucking hate you, dog. I'm bad at it. I can't do it. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The tithes that you're giving to God, I think we obviously know God's not taking that money and spending it. Yeah. It's it's not. That's my problem. (laughs) (laughs) My problem. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, man. I'm just saying. Let this nigga talk. I'm just expressing myself. (laughs) Oh Oh, no. (laughs) I got you though. But okay. it, it's just a, uh, it's a metaphor for, for faith. You are giving that 10% because you're saying that I can take this 10% out of my profits and knowing that I can deal without it because I know that God is going to give me back twofold, tenfold. He's going to take care of all my needs. And it, it literally, it's literally that simple. It's a faith thing. 
That's crazy. No, it's not. I hear you. But this kind of plays into the aspect of that it is it is how can I put it? So there is unquestionable loyalty regardless of life circumstances. What if the person is spending 99% of their money on mm-hmm. bills? It it comes back to why why you need to be able to budget yourself. Because the fact is if you if you if not if 10% of your if your income if you can't live without 10% of your income and budget the rest of the 90, you need to have a life. Uh, you need to restructure your life somehow. And he, and but, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let Rap take care of it, dog. Hold on. But besides yeah. that, I okay. would say that even if you're spending that 99... You don't see no problem with this? He sees a problem. He sees a problem. I don't see a problem. He sees a problem. You see a problem. You see a problem. You're spending 99% on on... Medical bills, whatever it may be, yeah, it comes back to what I said about the faith thing. I still need to take that ten percent, and I need to trust that God is going to provide the rest that I need to pay for those medical. My bills, man's is an engineer. I just want to let y'all know this right now. My man's is an engineer. All right, okay. so I know, I know. For, I now know. I can't ask you to prove it, but let me ask you: Do you do you really pay that that whole ten percent? Oh, oh, he does. 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 I'll even give you a uh, like a personal testimony about this. So I recently bought a house back in May, yeah. and when I was starting to do a budget, this is my first time really budgeting my money, and I started to realize how much tithe I was really giving. Like I'm lo- I'm looking at the money and I'm thinking I'm really giving this much each month. That's that's not don't it, bother you. It did. I, I'll be real with you. It did. There was a point. Where there was multiple times where I kept thinking, let me let me drop this down a little bit so that I can have extra money for this or that. And literally every time I kept thinking, like, I don't have enough to pay for my my mortgage and you know, electricity and all that stuff. There was there, whether it just be I didn't calculate things right or wrong, or I didn't cra- calculate them right. Every time I went back to that that spreadsheet, there was like extra money that was popping up to where I realized, no, I can pay for this. I can't. I don't need to take out of my tithes. And I, I truly believe that was God showing me that you keep being faithful to me as you as you have been over these years. And I'll help you. I'll help you get this house. I'll help you pay for everything you need because you being a faithful follower of me is showing, just being like an example to others to bring them closer to my... Hold on. Before you go, I just want to keep this very real. Yeah. Your opportunity, my opportunity, mm-hmm. right, as far as our income, we cannot make it seem like everybody's able to play by the same rules of what you just said. 100%. Okay, but, because but- you got to realize, I had two jobs in high school, you know what I'm saying? And there are people that I worked with, adults, mm-hmm. who worked the same job that I was working. Yeah. Okay? Probably still so, working a motherfucker right now. Probably still working the same job. And I was making about 8 to $9 an hour, if that at McDonald's and Whataburger as a yeah. junior in high school. Yeah. <clears throat> you can ask my brother. I was working, working. There are there are adults who had children working the same job. And let's just say they were getting a dollar or two more than me. Yeah. Okay? At most. Because yeah. McDonald's and Whataburger ain't paying you that much more from what a high school kid is able to do because I could do the same shit that somebody at 45 with two kids can do. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they were not adjusting for our, our issues at home. I'm telling you right now that there is no way 
that somebody with that particular income is able to logically without, you know what I'm saying, some type of blessing or favor coming their way, which is top, a topic where I'll get to when it's officially my turn, are able to play by what you just said. They would, they are, they, their bills at, at a minimum take up more than 70 to 75% of their income because I know what the income was. But that depends where they're living. And what it don't matter what the fuck hold they on, were hold living. On, hold on. It does excuse not me. matter. Excuse me, excuse does. me. It doesn't because matter. Because that percentage Sir, is going to fluctuate. Cost of living Sir, is so cost many, of living. I get that. Listen, I get that. But so many people right now are uh-huh. living under the poverty line. Yeah. Right? Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not because there's just. You got to give him numbers. 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 You got to let him. You got to give him the number of what is the mean income for an individual. Like what we I can't talked about you, the other day. I can't tell you, but I, I'm telling you, this is under forty thousand dollars a year. Okay. Under forty thousand dollars a year. If yeah. rent, if basic rent for anything mm-hmm. for a family, let's just call at best, you're getting eight hundred to a thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That is at best. Rent is at best fourteen hundred dollars. At best, best, you find a place is eight hundred to a thousand dollars a year. And that's probably in an unsafe area. But let's just say that we just cost a living. Then we talk, then we bring in food. Yeah. Then you bring in gas. Then you bring in child probably care. child mm-hmm. care. Then you got to bring in child, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, insurance yeah. for the car. Then you got to understand maybe a car note, things of that nature. There are people who legitimately, like pursuit of happiness is a real thing for yeah. a lot of people. They they are, on, are unable. Well, let, let, me ask you what, let me ask you a real quick question. These people that are in that 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 tax bracket, do they are they looking to stay in that tax bracket, or are they they're trying to? They're up looking the game? to survive. But are they looking to get out of that? Right. They're looking to so survive. Tires is gonna do would, that for if them? you were making forty thousand dollars a year, would you want to stay? You know, forty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Some people yeah, are literally yeah, making like twenty five thousand dollars a year. Let's say you're making twenty five. <sighs> are you trying to stay at twenty five, or are you trying Look, to? Look, bro. First no, off, no, you know my you, answer. You know my answer. No, There's then no answer. Way. Then answer it. There's no way that I would ever stay stuck in a position where I'm making forty thousand right. dollars a year. You same, know what I'm saying? Same but, way, right? but, but, would... but, but listen, but listen, I do not have obligations but, like so, like certain individuals have obligations. I'm, I'm getting to a point. Go ahead. Okay. Let's so you, you, you would, of course, you're gonna up your up yeah. your level. Same over here, right? I'm probably, I'll probably be cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he a liar. You see his, you see his bedroom. Ain't no way. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. The point I'm trying, to, the point I'm trying to make is, is that obviously there are people in those those situations that are trying to get out of that. Now, let me ask you: Does someone in that situation have a better chance of getting out by themselves, which would equal equate to not paying paying their tithe and not having faith in God, or by giving their tithe and having faith? In God, that God does not. God see, does not. No, hold on. See, like, God, it's a, a stretch. God, God see, does what not. You, what I feel like you're doing right now uh-huh. is, is you're putting a cape on God, like He's just gonna come through and like rescue because you're giving Him ten percent. Which you're not giving Him ten percent. You're giving like an entity, some random entity. person. No, 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 no. Let's not call it a random person. You're giving an entity. But here's you're giving the, a, here's you're the giving it's a. The, it's the principle behind it. You're giving an it's institution. Not, it's not where you're Look, giving. And see, this is what I wanted to touch effect. on before yeah, y'all yeah, stop yeah, me. Yeah. You said that the whole act of paying tithes mm-hmm. is a metaphor. It's a metaphor for faith. Yes. yes. Okay. So why can't I just metaphorically pay this money? <laughs> <laughs> No, like I'm, just, man, so I'm just gonna I'm put it in a separate no, account. Don't, don't even. I'm just gonna put it in a separate account. Don't even. And it's that. a metaphor Look, for. And what are you gonna do with that money? When I need it, I'm gonna use it. But that's that's the whole point. It's it's you're giving it away. You're well, supposed to give it 
Oh, okay, so look. Okay, so then why can't I just pay my tithes into a separate account? Uh-huh. I'm gonna just I'm gonna label it tithes. Yeah, and then on maybe every year I'm gonna go do some kind of uh, philanthropic kind of work. Maybe go buy turkeys or mm-hmm. go buy school bags before the new school year or something. Why can't I do that? Me personally, I'm, I hold on. I would, yeah, I would say ahead, though, ahead. before you answer that, though, yeah. in theory though. That would be the equivalent, though, right? If the person is following that strictly, though, right? Hundred percent, and that's a that's a big uh, if. Okay, because you. if you already have a problem with paying tides, who's to say you're gonna put this in account and then? I you're mean, that's somebody like, it. but that, but that's somebody like me, but somebody who's dedicated, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, like you, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure if you said if you if some if you found out today that your church was just. Uh, 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 There's a scandal of $3 million. Yeah, just whatever. Just There's just a yeah, bunch yeah, of nonsense yeah. going on behind doors and you feel like you had a conversation with God and you and God decided that, you know what, that you don't want to belong to the church anymore. And until you go find another place, you still want to pay your, your tithes. Yeah. What, what, what option do you have to, you know what I'm saying, to pay your tithes? What are you going to do? I mean, personally, I, I don't see anything wrong with what you're doing because of the fact that in biblical times, tithes was, were taken from like Sacrifice. farmers. Not even just a sacrifice, but like if people were going grain and fruits and all that stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. you're giving your tenth and bringing it to a storehouse to give to those who are the uh, less fortunate. So essentially what you're doing is the same thing they were doing in biblical <clears throat> times, bringing that together and giving it to the needy. But you just need to make sure that you are actually doing what you're setting out to do. So if you say you're going to give that to the needy mm-hmm. or a charity or whatever it may be. I, I can agree with but you. You understand how economics but works. Look, hold on, hold on. But, 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 like, but you really do understand how hold economics on, works. There's I'm a, there's a, a certain get, amount of U.S. dollars that are circulating. I have one question. Just one question. Okay, because I'm going to get into exactly where you're All going. Right. My, this, I have, my one question is, yeah. is, what if you are the needy? Mm. What if you're the one that needs? Everyone is not playing on the same playing, playing field in regards to where they are in life uh, monetarily. But the 10th doesn't escape anybody, whether they are in the needy or they are top the, 1%. The, the top 1%. Everyone's given that 10th because we're all made in God's image. We're all equal on that level. The people who are the needy are essentially going to be given that 10th. And it may hurt a little more because they don't I have it. a lot more. It's going to hurt a lot more. But for you, the 10%, for, like, let's just keep it a being. For you, the 10% does not hurt the same way that it would hurt for somebody 100%. who lives on MLK and, Gr- and Griggs. But you know hold on, now, there's some nice houses back there, though. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but, you, but you, we understand what I'm yeah, getting same, at, but what right? I, but I just keep going back to it's a faith thing. It's the same thing where but I can't easy. But, but I that's easy. That but that's easy for you to say, like, at the bracket that you're at. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That is easy. That is a comfortable thing. See, sometimes, man... I'm gonna let you go, and then I'll, I'll go on my thing. Yeah. My question is: yeah. is um, I'm probably jumping the gun here, but since we're here, where does the ten percent come from in your religion? What scripture are you taking that from? So, the t- so the word tithe actually means means tenth in Hebrew. Okay. So that's where they essentially get the the ten percent from the actual word yeah. tithe. So, and there's a lot, of, I have scriptures here if you want to go yeah, through yeah. them and whatnot, but there's a lot of different scriptures that talk about that 10th, okay. whether it is your stock, your, your, your um, fruits, grains, all that stuff, giving that first 10th. So that's essentially where, where it comes from. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> because my question being here is, and Vince kind of alluded to this last time, mm-hmm. 
But it is hard for me to believe. And and, and this is where we draw, you know, interpretations, yeah. translations, things like that. But what if, if by some mistake, God meant 10% of what you're available to give versus 10% of your, because the reality is, is in the world we live in, mm-hmm. giving 10% of any disposable income is hard in general yeah. because bills seem like a necessity. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So <clears throat> the thing is here is, and I don't want to get too off topic, but um, you can have the conversation of, and and we talked about this last time, but just to, to explain it this way, if I'm holding a conversation with my homie or like a brother or somebody or a cousin or something, yeah. then like, yeah, my thing is like, bro, you got to figure it out. You got to mm-hmm. step your game up. You got to get that shit together. But when you think about it on a macro level, yeah. the game is rigged. So not everybody a, can get that shit together. There's a lot of people who ain't able to give 10% of their money and survive. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So my question is, 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 is truly is, according to your faith, right? Like if, if, if the person is unable to pay that 10% to God, right? Like that's frowned upon. Like even if they're yes. doing their absolute best. I'm talking about the person that has their budget together. I'm yeah, the, yeah. In this scenario, they got their budget together. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally paying bills. Yeah. And then literally whatever they can afford, mm-hmm. that's not 10%. It's not 10% of their money. They're giving the rest of that in the guide. That's still an issue? Yes, because <clears throat> that that first, is that's why it's there. It's Ooh. very important. It's the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. Damn. And it, and that's why I, I know I keep going back. It's the yeah, faith. Yeah, because you're gonna be homeless <laughs> in this scenario. It's it's, it's faith, man. And and, and, and I'm, I'm glad. You know, I'm so happy I said it earlier today before we got to this topic, dog. <laughs> when I said faith, because you gotta realize, dog, you know, <laughs> money is not printed off of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not printed off of faith. Well, in America it is. Uh, no. Money is still not printed off of faith. It doesn't matter what country. Inflation is a real thing. When you print way too much money, it become inflated. Your economy will fail. So even in America, though they print ridiculous amounts of money, mm-hmm. how it works is that they have to do they it have at to a believe, rate of inflation. They have to believe in our in our dollar. They have to they have to do it at it's a true. rate of they have to do it at a rate of inflation. So this would all say. God does not print money. You said something earlier about the blessing, and this is something that was told to me as well, that mm-hmm. if I were to give a dollar in three in a month or three months, God God can give me back three. Like through a blessing, yeah, it's cap. And the reason why the reason why I say it is this. Damn. No, hold on, hold on. And this is not to be insulting. There is a reason why I say it is this: is that for something to be given to me, it has to be taken away from somewhere else. Let's just let's just stop saying dollars and let's just use like bushels of corn. Okay, there's a certain amount of bushels of corn out there. If there's only ten in existence and I have five, and I go and give somebody one to get back three, somebody just lost two bushels of corn for me to now have seven because I gave up one as a sacrifice. You get what I'm saying? So because of the amount of money that is circulating, and you also got to realize that the church, not religion or faith, the church is a part of the problem Mm -hmm. as well. Because let's look at the Catholic church, for example, has 1.36 billion members, the biggest denomination out there in the world, okay? These individuals since 2001 made a net profit just within the Vatican Bank, $18.1 million. Yeah. Okay. Right now, we're not able Damn. to we're not able to tell you how much money they have, but at yeah. the least, and bro, I researched. They spend yeah. a lot of money. Too. I researched. No, no, we're talking about we I researched this shit. I could not find an exact number, but the minimum, the least number, I'm giving the least, 
$73 billion currently right now in mm-hmm. cash on hand <laughs> and assets. Yeah. Damn. And the number one provider of this money. That's a lot of tithes this and number, it's 99% of it comes from tithe and offering. Mm-hmm. The other 1% comes oh. from the Vatican Bank. Yeah. They have their own private bank. Now, again, this is not an Adventist problem because yeah, I know yeah. that that's going to be a thing. Well, you know what? That's no, a no, nomination. No, 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 no. But this is a church problem. Yeah. Again, an entity. Go yeah. ahead. So two things. The first thing when you were talking about spend or giving $1 away, gaining three, you're making it seem as if that $3 is being taken away from somebody else without you having to work for it. You're saying it's- a, It doesn't matter what no, you no, say, no. bro. It doesn't matter what you say. If you're everybody saying, was giving 10%, if everybody was giving 10% in hopes that it would be double or triple in a month or a year, whatever the case may be, in reality, somebody's gonna have to be losing out even though they're tithing, bro. Well, you well, get what I'm saying? Not, hold on, hold on. It, like, you're, you're making it seem as if you- It's all one thing. Exactly, it's not. Because the blessing can come in many different ways. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you can say, I'm going to give you a dollar and I'm going to get three back, but it could be I, that. I, I understand what you're saying. You're I really thirsty, do understand what so you're saying. So here's your water. You're hungry. So here's your bread. You know what I'm saying? You're cold. So here's your your your, your blanket. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or that, that $3 that comes back could be a promotion at work. A promotion you never Don't use promotion. You- I think you should use water and bread because promotion means that you're now talking about money. And what I'm telling you is that there's only a certain amount of money that is circulating. But, that but has- I do agree with what you said about the water and bread. That, that- it can come in other avenues that is not monetary. But what is, the, it- what, is mo- what is it being monetary have to do? Why is that a negative thing? Because people have... Pills, man. I no, mean, no, like, no. if we if we get to the the foundation, no, no, of going back what, to what Dexter's saying is is like there is it, a pot. He's saying money is a pot. Okay, right? Money is a pot. It's a yeah. finite amount. Yeah, yeah he's so saying there's, there's, there's there's a goes, that it's a finite amount. Okay. That if you get a promotion, right, uh-huh. that some more somebody money didn't get it. Somebody didn't get it. You get what I'm saying? Or somebody lost a job to allow you, like ESPN fired 200 something people, but now Pat McAfee is going to get a check. You know what I'm saying? So Pat McAfee got a blessing, but 200 or something employees in the span of one week just got just got demoted or lost a job. You but know you what I'm saying? They should have paid their tithes and homework. But you're, you're conflating Stop. two different things. No, 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 no. I'm not conflating it. I'm not conflating it. See, what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm purely speaking from like a logical standpoint on how the amount of money that is out there. If ESPN mm-hmm. or Disney is the entity, yeah. you get what I'm saying? And they are, they are going to hand out blessings, okay. right? Because they only have a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't like saying this because God does not deal with money, yeah. in my opinion. Like, he does not print it. There's, he has nothing to do with it. Yeah. That is strictly governments that have something to do with that. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that this entity, Disney, has a certain amount of money and they are going to now make a blessing. Pat McAfee is now here, okay? He's now with our family, uh-huh. but we are going to have to let go of Keyshawn Johnson okay. and so on and so forth okay. and let them go to make room. For the Pat McAfee, because the the pie is only the pie. We can't add slices to an already, you know, made pie. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's what the money is. When you're talking about money, monetary value, cash, coin that is printed, yeah. it is just a pie. And the, the reason why I said the church is the problem because when you have a church like the Vatican who is sitting on over seventy three billion dollars in assets, that's crazy. That is le- that is less money now being in circulation for the people who probably need it. Or just in circulation in general, you get what I'm saying. But but then the Adventist Church, one of the fastest growing denominations out there, right? One of the good things I even saw about them, th- right now, for every dollar that is tied, this came off the Adventist website. For every dollar that is tied, three cents goes to World Missions, 
Whereas in the 1930s, 1940s, for every dollar, 60 cents was going to world missions. Now, the only thing I will say is this, is that though it is becoming the fastest growing, they may not be investing so much in world missions, but be investing in maybe putting up more churches and trying to spread the gospel in that way, which costs more money. So we'll give them that. We'll give them that. Lakewood, the church that I used to go to, right? 2017, and I could not find any more public articles on their finances past 2017 because I guess this was they just the biggest share. taboo that we have ever seen. But in 2017, they the income was $89 million. Income, $89 million. 90% of that income came from the followers of the church. But we know this. It, that one, is the biggest resource church. Has. Nearly, nearly, just barely, 1% of the budget was used for charitable causes. Mm-hmm. You can't find um, anything else after 2017 when it comes to Lakewood. The reason why I'm saying that this is a problem is that the churches are now in the business of being a business. Mm-hmm. But okay, it, here's why I'm saying you're conflating two different issues. We can't conflate but, it because the 10% but, but listen, goes to the listen, church. But listen, here's what I'm saying why you're conflating two different issues. You're conflating the issue of a man-run business. That's what the 10% church, is going. Because the church is a business. Yes. Yes. You're conflating a man-run business, whether it's the Pope a pastor, it doesn't matter. They're all sinners. They're all humans, just like us. This is wild. So they are going, yes, they can twist the money that's being given to, to them, and they're going to do with it what they want. I agree with you 100%. I need but to start what, a business. But what I'm saying... <laughs> hey, that's no. what a lot of these pastors no, do, though. Yeah. Remember yeah, what no. you're saying? No, but see, <laughs> I got but you. See, but you, you, well, I, you I, may I, laugh I, at I, that. But I said I need to start a business, bro. But here's the thing. But I know what you meant. <laughs> we're, we're, talking, we're talking about the act of tithing. Not where the money is actually. I going. got you. Because I, is the, the issue that we're talking about is that you guys have a problem with seeing how tithing, how people are able to tithe. Correct. No, no, no. My no. problem is not how people are able. Like I understand that if you got somebody it, you like pay, you to do it, now, it makes sense. About, no, I'm no, just talking about in general. I, no, no. Yeah. My, this is my thing. Is I just to feel like okay. So if I go to church and I say, let me just give five bucks. Mm-hmm. Or even twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks is a lot. Of money. I ain't gonna lie to you, yeah. dog. If I and I used twenty five, I used to do it. I used to give like twenty thirty dollars, and I know that was way less than ten percent. But even then, twenty five like, is a lot of, to me. Like, like a lot of money. But if you like, I feel like the whole the the concept of the tithes and offering. I'm seeing like this church become even like more grandiose by the day. You know what I'm saying? I see the 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 pastors pulling up in designer. So why do you keep going to that church? Yeah, I was gonna say to me that's a there is a conversation to be had about. I still love Lakewood. Uh, yeah, so what so, am I supposed well, to how, be going to a church? But that, how like, are you gonna like, talk about a church the money and what they're doing with the money, but continue to give them that money? I, I don't give to Lakewood. Yeah, because okay. but, right I, now, but I but I like the message are, that Pastor Osteen gives. I, I don't give to any so, church. Okay, that, that well, that's know. a problem for me then. Uh, no, yeah. I get it. I, I I can understand the contradiction, but the message the message Pastor Osteen is a great a great speaker. Yeah, he's a great motivator. I don't think you call him. I don't think he's a pastor. Oh no, he's a pastor. Yeah, he's a businessman. No, he's I a think he's a motivational speaker. Yeah, but he is a pastor. I think no, he's ordained, I don't, he's ordained I think as he's a pastor. Ordained. So I, I get what you're saying. I know I what you're about to say. That's cool. But there are Look doctors. There are know. doctors who are bullshit doctors. But nonetheless, they have the title of the doctor because they got their certification as a, to be a doctor. So yeah. I'm not going to go into that whole subject. But yes, he's a great motivational speaker. But he is fine. Joel Osteen, great motivational oh, speaker. So why not? But what I'm saying is. There's going to be churches out there that are going to misuse funds. That's going to happen. Like I said, it's a man-run business. But see, you see but why not find a here's, place here's, that here's, is going my, to but see, here's take my your problem. funds and use here's it my in problem. the right way? Here's my problem with what you're saying. God, a faithful entity, mm-hmm. right, 
is saying to give 10% of my man-made, you know what I'm saying, resources mm -hmm. to a man-made entity. Okay. Right? And what you're saying is that even though I'm making this man-made entity or like man-made resources to yeah. give to this entity, like I'm supposed to sit up here and, and think to myself that like I should not care what they do with the money. I'm not saying and that. I'm oh, saying no, no, you should that is, go to a place or a church that you know is going to even use if, a even if, even if, even if, even if, like what they what they tell me that they're doing with the money, whatever the case may be. Like you said, every church has been rooted in scandal. The church that I never said that. Hold on. Every church, every church has been rooted in some type of scandal that, that at least I have known of in my lifetime. I, I'm just telling you, every and, church that I came problem. across you're, you're, have been rooted in some not, type of not scandal. Every, and, not every church, but yeah. every denomination, you're saying, right? That's, and that's like what I mean by of, that. Like, whether, whether it is Adventist, whether it is Catholic or Baptist or whatever. Now, it may not be that individual church like Northwest, but the Adventist church has... I found scandals that were in the Adventist church. I found scandals yeah, in the what, Baptist church. For sure. I found okay. scandals in the... But again... The ten percent that I'm giving to even Northwest, a percentage yeah. of that will find itself towards going to the Adventist denomination as a whole. Am I correct yes, in that? Yes. Thank yes. you. So, what I'm saying is this: is that if I'm giving these this man-made resources that I just made, and I'm giving it to a man-made entity, mm -hmm. I have, and I, you're wanting me to do trust said entity with this money, that is a problem for me, bro. Okay. Especially, especially, especially when you are in a situation where individuals who are giving this are already struggling with man-made problems. Okay, then let me uh, okay. add, let me take yeah, let's let, James let me, get let me take take the church off, off the table. Just what your brother had said earlier about putting that into a uh, a fund and using that at the end of the year for a um uh for a charity or whatnot. Yeah. Is that okay? 100%. And I'm not going to lie to you that would be the only way. Like like sit, like as a as sitting here today like in flesh, mm -hmm. that would be the only way that I would ever give 10% of my money. So, so I would you, have to be in full control of how I do it. Do you see why I said you're conflating two issues? No, I'm not conflating. Because you are. Because my, 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 <laughs> you still well, don't get it. I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't do it. I don't do 10% now to, yeah. for anything. But I'm saying if I were to do it, that would be the only way because I do not trust the issue that I'm talking about, which is that these churches are definitely, in my opinion, scamming a lot of people. Based off the information I just told you, as a as a whole, maybe not individual churches, but the denominations itself are definitely scamming individuals. For you to have billions of dollars in assets, I'm not going to say the denominations. It's people with the the Catholic Church. That's a whole different story. You you read off stats. I, I don't know that, but I'm talking. Yeah, about, it's hard to say yeah, denominations. Yeah, yeah. I'm but saying there are people certain with, Catholic churches that are cheating. Exactly. Adventists that might be cheating. Certain Anglicans. Certain 100%. Baptists. For sure. Look, look, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I have a correction on the Joel Osteen thing, too, though. You right. Right. He's not ordained? No, he's not ordained. Okay. He does not have a degree of divinity. Um, but the reason why you can't call him pastor is because Lakewood is non-denominational. Mm. So, like, if you lead the church of water or whatever, you can be whatever. Whatever business. you want it to be. Yeah, okay. you know what I'm saying? So, I think you again, I hate to, I hate to <laughs> run through hypotheticals here. Yeah. Because I'm trying to find a way in which... I, I hear what you're saying mm -hmm. and to understand it from this perspective. So in general, the thing about money is, is money really is just the payment for it, exchanging your time. So my question would be, what if the person truly can't pay their, they're thinking about issues 
I don't really know if, if you could even answer this, but I mean, mm-hmm. just generally speaking here, let's say a person took 16 hours because there's 168 hours in a week. They took mm-hmm. 16 hours at a time on Sunday yeah. and went and did God's work in exchange for the fact that like they're not being paid, Facts. which would be the equivalent to being paid. Facts. Like mm. is, is, is. With, oh my God. Would that be, <laughs> I didn't even like think of that, bro. Was, but I'm, but, I, but because I, you are I, sacrificing I'm earned income. De- but I'm saying I'm being dead ass. Like, even do the Sabbath. If because like you could be like on like on a Sunday, you could just be chilling, watching movies and stuff. But like if you are truly rooted in your beliefs and you take that 10% of your time, which yeah. that's that's 16 hours, yeah, and you give that back to doing the Lord's work because you can't give specifically 10, you know what I'm saying, 10% of, of your resources. money. Yeah. Like I don't like my 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 concern here is is in in my personal beliefs is is I just truly believe that. Like God is understanding, and that could mm. be um, in disagreement or in um, in contradiction to the biblical text and things like that. Yeah. But it's just hard for me to believe that when we have the situation where, I mean, God didn't have to send Jesus down here to die on the cross for us. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like God didn't have to give the family that was leaving Sodom and Gomorrah a chance. Mm-hmm. Like God didn't have to flood the world and then allow knowing them to get on the start over again. Like. In every version of here, we see a God that is merciful and understanding, yeah. and, and 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 so. But when we get to talking about tithes and stuff, we pretend like it's concrete, like mm-hmm. it's like it's set in stone, like there's no fluctuation. Yeah, and it's all like, and and I question it because it's all like, what God do y'all follow? Because that ain't the one that like I tend to follow. Yeah. But we have all these stories where like it's not so set in stone. So it's like, where do we have any bend in the in the in the in the thought process of what is actually your sacrifice to God or, yeah. you know, your ties and things like that? That's that's a great question. Honestly, just like Dexter said, I had never thought about that. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, my answer to it would, would go back to the Bible, mm-hmm. two different occasions. So um, you think about the story of Cain and Abel, two brothers. One was a, a shepherd. One was a, a, a farmer, essentially. Both brought their respective offerings to God. Yeah. And Abel brought his first, his best of his his um, cattle to God to, for his tithing. And Cain brought, maybe it wasn't the best, but he brought something. He at least brought something to God. Mm-hmm. And look what that, where that led him. God denounced that. He didn't accept it. And it sent him down this spiral of killing his brother and all that stuff. There's a reason that... God wants it to be the first and he wants it to be a little bit uncomfortable. In the Bible, it talks about God being, he never changes. He never wavers. The same rulings that he's been doing from biblical times, he's the same God to this day. So while it may sound good to get that 16 hours um, of your time on a Sunday or whenever it may be and equate that to your 10% of tide, the answer I would say is that it wouldn't equate to that because God has specifically asked for a tenth of your profit. I'm glad that you have. brought up. I'm glad you brought up Cain and Abel. The and and it being uncomfortable. You got to realize that it being the comfortability that mm-hmm. you have with your ten percent is completely different than the comfortability that somebody else may have. For instance, your ten percent. But Dexter, there's, there's stories in the Bible that. No, no, no. About, but 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 okay. the reason why I'm glad that you brought that up is uh-huh. that your ten percent that you're giving yeah. is not really like your best cattle. 
that person who is living in poverty, that 10% that they're giving, that is literally their best and probably prize and only cattle that can, you know what I'm saying, feed whatever. They're the ones truly sacrificing more than the sacrifice that you make with okay. your 10%. Okay. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Like there is a difference in how this works. That's why, that's why the 10% to me is such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Because that number is very much relative to the individual and the lifestyle that they have and the yeah. income that they make. 10% mm -hmm. uh, to Jeff Bezos is not 10% to somebody who was working at McDonald's two jobs. For sure. Trying to take care of two kids as a mm -hmm. single mother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That happens. That happens. There are people who live under the poverty line. That is a real number. That means that we have created a threshold of what the average, you know, cost of what it takes to live. Yeah. And there are a, a chunk of people who live under that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yet they have to try to hope that the one day they can't have faith sometimes if one day their child wants to go to college, do they do they not save up for a college, you know, a uh, 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 savings account because But you know 10% doesn't it doesn't just only affect those that live under the poverty line. Like even no, your middle let class. Me, let me let me just but read. No, no, no. I, it, of course, but hey, do you yeah. get what I'm saying? No, no. Like, I, I hear you, but here, let's let, let's see what Jens cuz I got one last thing yeah, for you. Let me read a text about. I know people will probably be mad if I didn't read at least one text from the Bible. So this text is- Who is people? <laughs> people. We know people. <laughs> <Yeah>. My girl. <laughs> uh, so this is Mark 12, verses 41 through 44. And it reads, Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in- two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, truly I tell you, this poor woman has put more into the treasury than the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she out of her poverty, but in everything, all she had to live on. So I read this because of what you're saying about there's people under the poverty line and that are gonna get hit a lot harder with this 10% than I will. Yeah. And, I, and I agree, and the text proves that. But this is to show that even in those those cases, God is looking to bless those people because they have put in their last. He knows God is knows everything. Do you he, agree? Do we, would you agree with me that there are a lot of people right now under the poverty line who probably give ten percent of their tithe and offering? Oh, 100 percent. Do you believe that there are a lot of people who have been doing that for years and mm -hmm. still, for some reason, like cannot get out of whatever um, situation that they're in? I can I can tell you. Would a, you agree a, that it exists? I'm not I'm yeah, not saying because I, I don't have the I can't call I can it particular tell you a name. Personal testimony of a guy that goes to Northwest that had once lived under the poverty line, and he may not be making a hundred grand a year, but he's definitely well better off than he was before. This guy was living in tents, riding his bike to church. He was able to get. I know his, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, he was able to get a security job. He has his own car now, and he still faithfully comes to church each Saturday, giving his tithes. That's just one example, of course. But I've literally witnessed this. So what about you? What do you think about a person who just goes to church and like drops two twenties in the in the, in the basket? Is that their ten percent? No, he. You know that that's not their ten percent. No, but what if it is? No, I'm saying we know it's not their 10%. No, it's not their 10%. I would just say that obviously they should be giving their 10%. Yeah, but he's dropping 40 bucks in there. Hey, that's between him and God then. 
So, but you say, but he's not doing. He's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's not. Okay, I got one. That's last, wild to me. I got one last uh, thing here because um, this is a scripture that I always grew up on mm-hmm. in my church, and this comes from a uh, Second Corinthians chapter nine. It says, um, "Remember this: whosoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Mm-hmm. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion." For God loves a cheerful giver, yep. and God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having that all that you need, you will abound in every good work. <laughs> See, the the my concern here is is and what happens is is when we get into these different religions, is that you can almost find every, and you can almost find any scripture that can contradict another. Mm-hmm. And so my my concern here is is. When we get into these things, like I said before, um, it is that although you may have a lot of testimony for um, people you have seen that have been blessed, I also have several testimonies of people I know who I've seen who have lost everything because they never they 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 always thought the blessing was coming and spent years in the church trying to find their way. Devout Christians, and my thing is. Is I'm not saying that you're wrong, mm-hmm. but I am questioning the devoutness of certain beliefs yeah. because it is what has been taught to us when there are certain scriptures we can read and interpret them the way, any way that they're in, in different manners than what somebody else may interpret it mm-hmm. as. So with that being said, you know what I'm saying? I, I hear you. It's yeah. just that I can agree that it's up for me personally yeah, yeah. that God doesn't understand that a poor person is probably giving 50% when they give anything yeah. versus someone that is a devout person giving 10% at an at their in the able body to give 10%. Yeah. To me, that's two different things because the sacrifice is much different. And so I guess that's where I lay it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm not as hardcore as my boy over here where he's all like, eh, well, money is money, but I get where he's coming from because I agree with him. Yeah. But to me, it's just I read scriptures like this, and it clearly says here, you know, what I'm saying that God said gives whatever you generously want. Like it doesn't but list. You also got to look at the next text or the last, next verse where it talks about it says reluctant. If you're reluctant to give, but may, yeah, yeah, but, but it doesn't but, list. But here, here's an the amount thing. here. Oh, well, that's another text. Yeah. So the biggest thing with the Bible, I, I know you said there, there's texts that contradict one another. Me personally, I, I don't think they contradict. I think okay. that you have to read the Bible in its entirety because I've, I've been in places where people pick and choose certain texts that sound nice to to prove your point. But you yeah. go to the top of the, the verse and you read it fully. Everything is explained. It's out of that. context. Exactly. So when it says reluctant, it's like it's like Dexter, for example. He's saying, I don't want to give 10 percent, but I'll give 5 percent just to give something. That five percent you're giving is basically like you're giving nothing. Nope. Because I'm gonna take it down. That is not nothing. No, but but I get what you're saying though. It's nothing because you're not giving it cheerfully. You're not giving you're you're reluctantly giving it, knowing that you can give 10%, but you're gonna choose five percent because it puts you in a better space financially for yourself. You have to give it, you have to give cheerfully. You have to yeah, give that's cheerfully. what he's saying. You have to give Look, mm-hmm. I'm, because, I'm gonna be honest like, with you, I don't pay not one thing in this world. Yeah. My own mortgage. <laughs> my own mortgage. That's what I'm gonna say. So if I have to I go give on a, cheerfully, bro, I would never. I can, be able I can to go on. I can go on a date with somebody that I never. love. 
I can have breakfast with somebody that I love and spend seventy dollars. I'm not doing that cheerfully. But you can't compare that to God. Bro. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. But ultimately, what I'm saying is that nothing comes out of my bank account cheerfully. But yeah. that's the problem. I, because you think that the money's gone and then nothing, you're not getting anything back from it. The money is gone, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. I mean, like, who's going to keep it, it a buck? It's, it's, it's out of your account. <laughs> That's the one thing I learned as an adult, bro. Look, man. Before I was paying things and I was doing it with a smile on my face. Yeah. And yeah, now, nah. Like, <laughs> Look, man, I think it's been an a interesting conversation. Uh, Great conversation, man. It actually went very well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Look, it's, we all have different beliefs. We all have yeah. different um, core beliefs and, and, and things that, that drive us in our, in our own face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, I, I feel like, yo, if... <laughs> Although this may be, um, I, I guess, I don't know the correct word for it, but I, I, I firmly believe in, in that God knows like what's in your heart. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And so in which case, you know, if if you're striving to get to 10%, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's the conversation we're having, I'm, I'm mm. cool. But under no circumstances would I, I can't, I, the logical person in me can't recommend someone who is dead broke to be given 10% of their money, yeah. bro, because they got to live. And the world is, is harsh. You know, sometimes, you know, the, the, the hard thing is that living life sometimes logic versus faith. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I will agree. There are a lot of things that you have to have faith on. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing I do not have faith on, to tell you the truth, is my money. I just don't do it. Um, I am I am very logical when it comes to my money. If if I'm giving to a church, it's because I believe in this church. It's yeah. not ten percent. I'm gonna let the world know now. It is not ten percent, but I will give to this church because I I I want what I just heard mm -hmm. from this from this pastor's mouth, or the feeling that I'm getting from this church. I want that to like beget more people. I want this to grow, you know, yeah. and and hopefully this will reach out to more individuals. Um, but that is not at the sacrifice of my 10%. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, that's real. That's real, you know? Uh, and I get that. Do I? And, and you know what? And I'm glad that we said this earlier when we talked about our backgrounds in church. Yeah. The reason, and a, a, a large part of this is probably PTSD. Because when we had All Saints and seeing what my parents went through, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I don't want to know the figure. I really don't because it will probably piss me off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But whatever the amount that we gave for those years mm -hmm. would have easily, easily taken care of a lot of the problems that we were facing. But as that's a why family I said at that time, middle class Bro, families we, going through that same. I want you to understand. Too. I want y'all to understand. And, and, and this is level no, bro. I, I'm gonna be honest, bro. Our lights got cut off plenty of times. Yeah, but I'm up. saying the amount of money well, y'all wasn't really but, because the amount of money y'all were putting in though was different. Hold on, hold on. The reason why because the money was because niggas just forgot to pay. But yeah, niggas forgot to pay. Cool, but I will. But 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 I will also say this though: if you had an excess amount of just like bread, put that shit on auto pay. The reason why that you doing whatever you're doing because you low-key are kind of, even in a middle-class home, living somewhat like month-to-month. -month. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, listen, I'm not going to knock you that know, that there were like, some things that were probably month-to-month. -month, yeah. um, you know, we we like, we like were good. I'm not trying to like make it seem, but I definitely seen the struggle that my parents had. They definitely seen the amount of hours that sometimes I worked. Mm -hmm. Shout yeah, out to well, middle-class families because people, 
when you hear middle class, like, oh, yo, they're doing well. Like, yeah. no, listen, bro, middle class a- can be living month to month. Middle yeah. class, <laughs> you make enough to look good and feel good. I am broke. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Broke. Like, I so, had money till I had kids. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. I look, you feel like I live month to month, bro. Swear to God, I look, you feel like I'm living month to month, bro. Listen to me. Like I said, like I'm broke. Like yeah. had kids. Well, stop doing that. I was this nigga. Man. I was I was I was I sitting in like the I'm middle of middle class yeah. until I had kids. Nigga, it. I'm living month to month, nigga. As soon as this podcast up, nigga, he's gonna be asking me for rent, nigga. I don't have it. Nigga, nigga, how is you living month to month, nigga? I said it feels like it. Said yeah. it feels like it. Does, it not, does it not feel like it to you? It, does, it, does. it feels like it to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, when that mortgage listen. payment come out, it is. Can y'all, can y'all, can y'all, is nice. can y'all uh, not disrespect the niggas that's really living month to month, please? Thank you. Nigga, I'm dead ass living month know. to month. I, really I don't know about yeah, your situation. No. I really but am. this nigga is definitely not living month to month, and he's disrespecting my lifestyle. <laughs> Bro, have you seen this nigga room? Yeah, bro, your room's laid. I'm no, not, I would not, not. I would not. Nigga, it's, I, I will just, not let y'all go to my room. Because I don't have, I'm not going to lie. I, bro, this friend, shit is nice. Let me, let me tell you, listen. Shit is nice. The sheer size of his room tells you he's not living month to month, my nigga. Mm. That's a fact. I listen, will, will say that. the entire floor is his. Damn, that's lit. Yeah, mm. it is kind of lit. That's lit. The entire floor is yeah, his, my nigga. Like everything you see. You know what I share? You know what I nigga, I share my floor with the garage, nigga. And another room. And, and another room. fucking room. Nigga. And a closet. Well, it was meant for kids, so. <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell me my room is laid, my nigga. Your room is come on, nigga. Bro. I just nigga, I put the I put the shit together. In a nice you got way, a standing my nigga. desk, bro. Bro, that shit, hey, your room is live, bro. Okay. Listen, but, I stay at home 24-7, my nigga. Oh, that's because you're required to. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, you should have been giving you a 10%. Yeah. <laughs> you would have got more blessings. <laughs> Instead of lessons, nigga. Look at Jay. Look at Jay with the burn, nigga. <laughs> so, Told you, nigga. I, listen, that's the reason why I had to get a standard desk. Checkbook, boy. Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> This about to blow. This about to set his room on fire. <laughs> Listen, my room is like y'all definitely like overplaying this. My room, nigga, no, bro, bro. Hey, we, I will be taking a picture. I will be posting that shit. <laughs> this nigga shit is live, I will bro. upload that shit on the YouTube. Nigga. Y'all definitely overplaying. But the other this day, shit. the other day we watched a movie in there, nigga. Huh? No, we didn't. Bro, he, he came down he, to your shit to watch a movie. He bro. cut off. He he, he skated up out of there like. <laughs> <laughs> We were watching underrated the the, the Curry documentary. No, I haven't. I was right, waiting we'll on you. It. We'll finish it. We'll finish it. Okay. Um, All right. Before we go, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to join the pod. I, I appreciate it. I know you guys have been a, a three man band, and I'm your first guest, so I'm, I'm truly yeah. Shout out to you, big dog. Yeah, shout out. Really hey, you a real one for coming yeah, out yeah, here. Cause sure. I'm not gonna lie, I was like, I don't know why he's yeah, doing this. Yeah, he, he warned me yesterday. Yeah. I don't but, know why.